What's up, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of Get Up to Par with Sabrina. And as you can see, I am your host, Sabrina Parr. Guys, I am so excited to finally be in front of this microphone again, okay? It has been since 2018 that I think that I've done any type of broadcasting and I'll be honest, I really have missed it. So a couple things we're going to cover today. Um, number one, just a little bit about me. I used to do TV and radio for eight years, all sports talk back in my day. It was like one of my first jobs. I loved it. It gave me goosebumps to be on the airways. And for unforeseen circumstances, I ended up moving on to a whole different career. And over the last few years when podcasts has become very popular, um, accessible, you know, um, it allows you to be creative in your own space. I have been itching to get back into it. And here I am. Okay. So with series of events that's happened in my life and just how I love to express myself, um, communication has always been my thing. It's what I majored in in college. You know, it was my internships. Obviously it was my first job. I worked for ESPN radio on the airway. I was the only woman. I was the only black person holding it down, you know, doing very well. And here I am again years later. So very excited to be here. So let's ad address very quickly the elephant in the room. My voice is totally raspy, guys. This is not how I typically sound. But I had an altercation last night, which I am going to talk about. And this will explain why my voice sound the way that it does. Okay, so let's just hop right into that. Um, well, before we move on, I just want to give you a little bit about what you can expect from the Get Up to Par with Sabrina show. So we're going to do sports talk. We're going to do entertainment. We're going to hit on a lot of hot topics, um, whatever's um, current in the news, you know, whatever's floating around social media and things that are really near and dear to me, which is self-care, self-love, and women empowerment, okay? I really have a heart for women, guys. I really have a heart for women to show up as their best selves, to really learn how to love themselves, honor themselves, make the best decision-making, recover from things and decisions that may not have been the best for them. That is my niche. That is what I love to do. And of course, since I'm really into health and fitness, we're definitely going to talk about that, um, how to lose, how to be healthy, what are some of my my tricks, you know, um, during the seasons that I love to help tighten things up here or there. So all of this stuff we're going to cover on this podcast is going to be very entertaining. I'm going to have some really dope guests because y'all know I know some good people and we're going to really get into it. And most of all, I'm a little controversial. So, you know, we're going to I'm going to be very um, outspoken with my opinions and especially when it comes to men versus women and how we think differently. So I can't wait to really dive into those conversations. So those are all things that you can look forward to on this podcast. So back to it. Why is my voice sounding like I am a eight year old little boy? Okay. So yesterday night I was out with some friends having dinner at a, a restaurant that I frequent and I have been going to this restaurant for years like literally years and have never had a bad experience. I'm going to be honest. So um, having dinner, had a little bit of wine. You know, I love this place because I think the food is good. And they are one of the few places that stays open late on a Monday. And they have a beautiful patio. 
So, you know, when it's nice outside, you want to hang out on the patio, socialize, linger a little bit, don't want to be rushed. Perfect vibe for that, right? So as the night was ending, um, one of the workers, I didn't know what his position was at the time, came and said, hey, it's the last call. Do you need anything else? And so we simply just said, oh, we'll take a water. So this young man proceeds to reach behind wherever he could find a glass of water and hand it to us and say, oh, you can take this one. Now, first of all, this water is used. It's been sitting out somewhere. We don't know who it belongs to. And that's just nasty. Why would you ever try to give me a used water? So what I said was, okay, yeah, that doesn't belong to us. Can we get a fresh water? This man, you're not going to believe what he says to me next. Like it literally had me stuck. He said to me, oh, well, if you don't take this, I don't know when you're going to get some more water because I'm just too busy to go get it. Can you? So, all right. So, so that was the first part of this story. And I think I responded to him and said, are you kidding me? Are you serious right now? And he just walked away. He went inside. We were on the outside patio. He went inside, did whatever he was going to do. Now, I sat there with my friends. We discussed what just happened a little bit. But I'm really thinking about how I should handle this situation. Should I address it? Should I not? You know, what is it about me that thought that made him think that I would be okay with receiving a used water and then you getting upset that I don't want to receive it? Like, what about my appearance makes you feel that that was okay? So, because this is not my first time dealing with bad employees, bad service, bad thinking, I was a little fed up and I was tired. So, I decided to go inside and see if there was a manager I can speak to. I go ask the bartenders, hey, is there a manager here? Lo and behold... The young man that offered me the used water is the manager. Okay, so now I'm even more upset because you as a manager should be way more skilled and prepared in your customer service. The number one thing you learn as a manager is how to serve your customers. And I know this because I've been a manager of gyms. I understand customer service is what's most important to keep your business thriving. So the fact that you as a manager thought it was okay to offer me a dirty water, then tell me you're too busy to bring me another one. And guys, guess what he was busy doing? Drinking wine. When we came inside, this young man had a glass of wine in his hand Drinking it, chilling like the night was over. It was nothing going on. He was not busy at all. So after he said to me, oh, I am the manager. I said, that's fine. Give me your name because obviously I need to go above you and speak to the owner. Oh, if you want to know my name, you can go outside and look at the sign. My name is on the sign. Oh, so now I'm just beneath you, right? Like, can you imagine me out of all people? Like what was going through my head? as this man was talking to me in this tone and using his choice of words. So I said, sir, I had my phone out cause I'm in my notes trying to write down his first and last name. So he did give me his first name, but insisted for me to go outside and look at the sign 
to find out his last name. I said, sir, I'm not going outside to look at anything. You can tell me your name right here. Oh, no, let me escort you out to, to the sign so you can see my name. Now, remember, he told me he was too busy to grab me some water. Now, all of a sudden, you have enough time to escort me anywhere to read. Now, we got time to read signs and take field trips. But you didn't have enough time to give me a new glass of water that you offered by saying, this is last call. Do you need anything else? I mean, the whole dynamic was crazy. And I have two other people with me. One of my homegirls, she lives in L.A., Wanted to link up with me, said, let's go to a nice spot. I'm thinking I'm taking her to a nice spot because it's been a nice spot from all the experience that I had thus far. So now I'm embarrassed. I'm humiliated. I'm feeling a little, you know, I'm just very uncomfortable. And so he, he refuses to give me his last name, guys. Like he literally was like, oh, well, I'm not giving you my name because it's right outside on this sign. And if you don't want to go read it on this sign, then you don't really need my name. So. Just that little part of the story had me really feeling like he just really feels like I'm less superior. I'm inadequate. Um, I am totally beneath him. I'm not even worth the consideration or the respect. It's not like I came off the street, they were closed, and I was trying to force them to open or give me something. I was already there for two and a half hours having dinner and drinks, sharing some good laughs with my friends, had already paid my tab. Between us, we tipped well over 15%, okay? Each of us, tip was very, very good. You know, very good tip. Okay, I, I'm a I'm an avid tipper, and if it's multiple people, I make sure that we're well over fifteen percent with what we're tipping, and no issues. Right? I, I didn't even get my avocado for the salad that I ordered. Didn't even make a big deal about that. And so the fact that I'm not causing any problems in your establishment, but when I look around, the biggest problem that I had caused was that I am black. I have two other black people with me. We're the only black people left in this restaurant. And maybe that bothered you. Maybe you were ready for us to go. Maybe you felt like because you feel however you feel about us, you don't owe me any respect. Those customer service you know, um, principles that you learn that I'm assuming you learn do not have to apply to us because of who we are. And I can only make this assumption based on the experience that I had. So once he kept hitting me with, let me escort you outside to this sign to read it. So now I'm just, I'm livid. You know, we're going back and forth. I'm asking questions like, who do you think you are? Do you even understand who you're talking to? I'm not a little peon. You have to show me respect. How dare you? And none of these, none of these, you know, my tone and my choice of words, which remain respectful the, the rest of the night, affected him. It did not bother him in any way. So we get outside and I indeed go look at the sign to get his last name. I'm trying to, it's in cursive. It's an Italian restaurant. I can barely read it. I don't know if it was Salerno or Salerna. I'm struggling with the name. He's still not helping me with it by telling me the name and the correct spelling. He could care less. So I said, you know what? Do you understand how powerful my influence can be? I'm asking you for a name so that I can talk to 
the owner. You won't give me that. Do you understand how much of a fuss I can make if I chose to? So one of the bartenders says, well, what's your name? So I tell him my name. I said, my name is Sabrina Parr. He said, oh, yeah, that's her. So obviously somebody in there was aware of who I was and maybe had somewhat of an idea of my influence. So with that being said, one of the bartenders said, just get her the water. <laughs> Remind you, I still hadn't got a water. Through all of this, I'm still waterless. Okay, so... We're going back and forth, and he's basically, as I'm speaking to him, because now I'm outside reading this sign, this man locks the door and goes inside. One of the bartenders was bringing us a water out and a to-go cup of fresh water. He didn't lock him out as he brought me the water. So now he's locked out with us. He's trying to go around. So that is when I then proceeded to go live on my phone and rant and rave about the experience that I had. Right. Um, from the beginning to the end, I'm very upset. I'm giving details. And this video I posted landed on the shade room. Now, I don't know if you guys fully understand how powerful the shade room is. OK, so let me let me f read you guys something really quickly so you can really understand. Like the shade room is not just a gossip site. You know, it's not just something to do when you're bored. The shade room is very powerful. So out of the top 10 media publishing companies in the world, I'm going to read you the top three. It's Walt Disney with 7.3 billion actions. Actions means viewers, subscribers, whatever. Warner Media, 4.7 billion the NBA with $4 billion, and then the Shade Room sits at number four at $3.9 billion above the NFL, Comcast, Paramount, Fox, Complex, and Group 9. The Shade Room, which you think is just a free social media page, Instagram page, is the top four media publishing companies in the world. That is how powerful they are. Why would you ever want to challenge them or anyone that has a relationship with them or anyone that has access to promote anything good or bad? Promotion is not always good. Why would you ever want to challenge somebody that has access to this type of power? So this is why it's important to always treat people equally because you never know who you're dealing with. You never know the power that they have. And so the fact that this video landed on the shade room, they woke up to a nightmare to the point where they had to turn their comments off. They had to um, put their personal pages, turn those private because they were getting harassed by my little video that I posted on my page expressing the experience that I had. And so now I'm sure that they're kicking themselves and they reached out to me first thing in the morning, offering to have a conversation. I was open to that, offering an apology, trying to see how they could rectify the situation. I didn't even get into any of that because how can you change the mentality of somebody who thinks that way? He is who he is. So after further research, I learned this young man is the son of the owner. This is a family-owned business. They own 
multiple restaurants, collectively, him and his wife. That boy feel like, I don't care who you is or what you're talking about. My daddy owned this place. Quite frankly, you could just leave and nothing's going to happen to me. I, I guarantee you that it, that was his thought process. So as they were speaking to me, because I was open to having a conversation, I do respect humility and I do believe in communication. You know, they're, they're constantly asking me, what can we do to continue to earn your business? And I told them, I'm not sure. Because him being the owner's son, well, you're not going to fire him because he's family. He's going to continue to work there. So why would I ever want to come somewhere when someone treated me in that way? I don't want to come down there on eggshells, having anxiety, wondering, is he going to be fake because somebody's making him? Is he going to say, I don't care about this girl. I'm still going to treat her how I treat her. And then it happens to me again. You cannot ensure me that I'm going to get positive, respectful treatment moving forward if he's there. So I will have to have a conversation with this young man, and his name is Dominic Salerno. And they said, okay, that's very fair. They did give me a refund um, instantly, but of course, why? that's the least you could have done. So I set up a meeting. Now, this meeting, in, to be honest, is not to rectify the situation. It's so that he can hear my voice more clearly now that you understand the power that I have. And I don't like to take advantage or you overuse my power. Like I very rarely do this. I only do it if it's really important to me. And I do feel that mistreating any customer, black or white in an establishment is important enough for me to speak about. I don't care what color they were or, or that I am. The way I was handled was totally wrong. No ifs, ands, buts about it. And the man who I spoke to, which was kind of basically the guy who was over the management group, admitted that this guy, Dominic, said I was very rude and I was obnoxious. He admitted that. So you knowing this moving forward, you felt like it was okay. So, yes, it, it, because you disrespected me to my face, you're going to have to honor me to my face. That's the only way that I'll even have a conversation with you. Not, never on the phone. I have not had that conversation yet. I do have the meeting set up. So as this is unfolding, I'm starting to hear more and more stories about this establishment, how racist they are, um, different stories people have experienced, how they won't let certain people in unless you have relationship with some type of athlete or celebrity, which doesn't surprise me. Then I go to their social media page. Do you understand that there's not one black person on their social media page? Not one. That is alarming for me. And number one, I wish I would have looked at this sooner because that lets me know you're not even marketing to me. I have no business there. You're, you're not even trying to attract people that look like me because you're not even promoting people that look like me. And I know for a fact that there are many black people that frequent this establishment. It's in a great location. They have great hours. They have great food. So we go to this establishment. You didn't have a chance to take one photo of when black people were there and posted on your Instagram page. Do you not value our, our, our dollars? Do you not like that we're there and you just tolerate us? Like, these are all questions I need answered. If you ever think I would ever spend another dime in your establishment and not make sure that no one else of color comes down there. And so then I began to talk to other restaurant owners who have had issues with them. You know, it's been told that they have been trying to get certain black owners off of their block because they're bringing black people to their establishment. 
I mean, make it make sense. We're good enough to come and spend money on your establishment. I'll tell you this. When LeBron was playing here in Cleveland, every Cavs game after party would be at this restaurant. There was a black DJ and we would all come. The Cavs coaches would have dinner there. We would never have any issues. So we're good enough to spend money, but we're not good enough for you to fetch us a fresh water Speak to us like you you have some sense and just accommodate us as customers. Now it's more alarming than when I started off. And so these are all things that I'm going to address. But guys, I'm so frustrated because this is not the first time I have dealt with a white male feeling like he can treat a black woman however he wants to. This is a real thing in America. White men truly, and not all, but some, truly feel like black women are inadequate. They're beneath them. I don't owe her any respect. Who is she to talk to me? Who is she to demand respect? This is not my first time experiencing this. You can imagine when I was doing TV and radio, and I did sports radio, so it was nothing but white men. You know, it's a very predominant industry. A lot of sexism that took place. So me giving my two cents as an athlete that has made it on a high level, I still didn't get a lot of respect in that industry because I was a black woman. And a lot of them felt like, listen, you can read, you can talk a little bit, but not over us, not better than us, not without our permission. That was literally the tone in that environment. And I got tired of it. And I'm really tired of it now because it just has to stop. And I feel like this is... The first step in the right direction. This is me pushing an envelope that could have been pushed. The thing about social media now is, you know, if you really have a platform, you don't have to call the police. You don't have to get courts involved. Let's be honest. The police are white males. The prosecutors are white males. The judges are white males. You know, they're all in charge of us. But I can go on my page tell my story, and that does way more than a police statement. And by the way, the police showed up last night. Not sure why, because I wasn't causing any problems. Thankfully, they heard the story and they got a, you know, got a, went on their way. But why are you guys here? When I'm clearly just expressing my feelings by myself on my phone to myself. So who called you guys? Or why did you feel like there was a need for you to be here? No Violence has happened. I wasn't being destructive. I wasn't being vital. You know, I wasn't cussing that man out. Like, didn't break any laws. I was here as a customer for two and a half hours. You were good with me spending your money. So, all in all, like I said, I'm tired. I'm ready to do something about it. I hope that there will be people that will join in this movement with me. I am going to have a conversation with these people because I do feel like it's important for them to hear my voice again. Now that they've seen how powerful it is, I need you to listen more closely the next time someone just simply asks you for something that they have earned. Because your day would have been a lot more smooth. And if I choose to let it go, you don't know the impact that has already been done. You may not ever be able to open your page back up because a lot of people do not forget bad treatment. And the fact that you were trying to hand me use water, I could have got the health department involved. I mean, there's so many factors that I could have involved. I am not the type to try to destroy anybody's business. Number one, I'm a business owner. I do believe in human error. I do believe in humility. And I do believe that people make mistakes. So I don't think I would ever take it that far.
And I don't think this is a this is a situation of bad customer service. I think this is just bad thinking. He truly thought he could do that and it would be okay because of who he is and who I was was never considered. And I don't think the health department and involving those type of companies would change any of that. But if I remove a lot of the black dollars that you're getting that helps keep your establishment open, maybe you will start to change your thinking on how you treat us. I would have been okay with you cussing me out behind my back and bringing me that water quietly. That's, that's normal. Do that and then just be done with me. But the fact that you felt like I don't have to do any of these things, it really, it, it, I lost a lot of sleep and I lost my voice. You know, I lost respect and again, because I had guests with me, I was embarrassed and humiliated. So I'm not going to harbor on that too long. I just really wanted to dive into why my voice is gone, what I experienced. Um, I would love to hear you guys' comments on your experiences. This place is called Lago. It's located in downtown Cleveland. If this has ever happened to you or anything similar, I really want to talk about it. I really want to hear about it. I'm really interested right now um, on having these conversations. And I have the energy and the time to move forward with making sure that at least they will think twice the next time they have a black person in their establishment and they want to look down on them or feel like that they don't have to be treated with the same respect as everyone else. So again, when you see this, please chime in the comments, shoot me a DM, whatever, however you have to do, whatever you have to do to get involved in this conversation. I'm ready to have it. Okay. So moving on because this topic really does make me upset. So, ladies, I don't know if you've been paying attention to my Instagram page lately, but I have been a little controversial and asking some questions in regards to dating and husbands and things of that nature. And it's been very interesting to see some of you guys' comments. One of my most recent questions was, um, so if you're a lady that is married and you have a really good man, you know, whatever your definition of having a good man is, that's the type of man you have, right? So let's say you've gained some weight. And I'm talking about over a short period of time, not you've been married 30 years and the weight just comes as you get older. I'm talking about maybe a two to three year, two to five year span. You've gained a little weight. It happens to all of us. And your husband comes to you and says, baby, I really need you to get lose this weight or I'm going to cheat on you. Are you going to lose the weight or are you going to lose that man? And this is a question that I presented on my social media page, right? And I answered my own question. And so, number one, I respect honesty. Okay, let's be honest, y'all. These men be lying, okay? So anytime they present the truth, I honor that. I respect that. And it takes a lot of balls to come to their woman with that uncomfortable topic. Now, he may not have to use those exact words, but... The point was, I'm struggling with you gaining this weight, and this force is causing me to want to step out on you. That's basically however he presented it. That is what he meant. And I would lose the weight because, number one, I've been married before. I do believe that, you know, marriage marriages create their own vows and what works for them, right? But as a wife, it is your Sole responsibility to your husband to honor him, to respect him, and to try to meet his desires, okay? All that, oh, I need to make myself happy, 
sweetheart, that was kind of what you were supposed to do when you were single, okay? You can't get into a marriage and then start being about self. Marriage is very selfless. And it's your job. It's his job to also honor you and to respect your desires and wishes. But as a wife, you are supposed to honor your husband, respect your husband, and want to fulfill his wishes. So, as, as it, I believe in it's my duty. And number one, y'all, men are visual. If that man is saying he's struggling, trust me, he is struggling. Okay? Because he was struggling before he said he was struggling. So now that he has verbalized this struggle... You got to do something about it and saying, well, he got to love me at whatever size I'm at. That's true. He can love you when you heavier. That doesn't mean that he's still going to be turned on to you. That does not mean that he desires you now in a sexual way that you've gained weight. Who you were and what you look like when he met you is who he likes. It's what he likes. And you should try to look that way as best of your uh, best of your ability. I truly believe that. Continue to try to whatever hairstyle you had, keep that, whatever he likes, do that. Whatever size that is, keep working at it, change your diet, whatever. Nowadays, you can get the surgery and get everything cut out. Whatever you have to do to present your best self to your husband, I truly believe that is what you should do. And some of these responses on my page were a little mind-blowing. They were a little selfish, ladies. I heard a whole lot of me, me, me's and I got to do what's best for me. And then how dare him say that to me and I'm getting rid of him and I'm getting rid of the weight. That really blew my mind. So you going to lose the man and still lose the weight anyway. Now you single and got to start over with a new man that's going to have new issues. At least you could have stayed with the issues you knew about. And we already said he was a good man. A good man can still be honest. A good man can still very much keep it real with you about his issues and what he's struggling with. That doesn't make him not a good man because what he said to you was hard to, to listen to. So I also want to get your take on that as well. I know I talked about it a little bit uh, for a few days on my page, but I want to hear, are you losing the man? Or are you losing the weight? The next question I have for you guys that we're going to discuss is this. Do you feel that it is harder now than ever for women to submit to a man? Why or why not? Because I've seen a lot of talks about men saying women don't know how to submit women aren't submitting anymore blah 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 women are saying well what are we submitting to you leave you don't even know what you got going on you don't even have a plan for your future I'm just gonna follow you and you blind what are you what is your take on that me personally I will say yes it is very challenging for me personally to submit to certain men it's my nature to want to follow a man's lead. I'm a woman. You know, I'm a daddy's girl. Ooh, I can't wait for you to tell me to do something and then I do it because guess what? I'm, it's like approval. I do something you want me to do. I know he going to feel good and he's going to reward me. We both win. But if you are lying, cheating, confused, unorganized financially, don't have no plans, I cannot submit to that. You're going to have me lost with you. And so a lot of these men are just saying submit because I am a man, but I don't believe that's what you're supposed to do. I believe submit because I have a plan and my plan will work if you submit to it. Now, I do believe that there's different forms 
of submission. It has one definition, but I do think there's different ways to show I am submitting to you. And it really has nothing to do with him. You just listening to what he says, because that's respect. You know, not arguing with him in public, not, you know, over talking him, not, you know, waiting to have certain conversations when friends and people are not around. Those are all ways to show respect. But literally submitting is saying, listen, I am giving myself to you. I am following your lead. I am literally relinquishing myself over to you. That's tough. That's tough to do with these men these days who haven't even decided if they want one woman or not. That's tough to do. So I really want to, to hear your take on that. Also, I need these questions, y'all. I need to hear what you want me to talk about, what questions you want me to involve. You ask the questions, um, or I'll, I'll put the questions on my page. I'll present some of your answers on the podcast so we can have dialogue. I'm also going to give you an opportunity to call in and answer these questions. That's going to be really exciting. Um, add some video um, to this so we can do some live chats. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. So... Underneath, when you comment, leave some questions, leave some topics, leave your responses to the, the questions I asked today so we can go over them on the next show and just help me get involved. Give me some ideas of some things you want to discuss on this podcast um, and just any questions you personally have for me. I know a lot of people send me DMs about weight loss and how do I fix this and how do I fix that? And, you know, I got all the answers, right? especially when it comes to health and fitness. So I'm very excited to talk to you guys about all of these topics. Until next time, I'll see you later. Okay, what'd you think?